This is Everything Metamorphosis, and I am your host, Santresa. Here we'll talk about hair, hair tips and hair care, salon culture, the metamorphosis experience in the salon and beyond the chair, self-care, creativity, and so much more. I hope you enjoy the show and discover why at Metamorphosis, we love to say that it is more than hair, it's a lifestyle. All right, let's get into it, everybody. Since this is our inaugural, well, I won't say it's the inaugural episode. Um, It's one of the very first episodes. Um, Because after I record this, I might change my mind and decide to not make it the very first one. But I decided that in this particular episode, we're going to discuss the quarantine Because as we all know, the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, a.k.a. the Rona, has taken the world by storm in not a good way. And for the majority of us, we are still under stay-at-home orders from our governors. Um, Some states have opened back up. My state has not. I'm currently in North Carolina. Won't get into that. What we are going to talk about are the things that I've learned so far or came to the realization of, I should say, um, since we've been home under the stay at home order here in North Carolina. So let's get into it. The first thing is at the beginning of the year, everybody was saying 2020, this is our year. We going hard all year. We going all gas, no breaks. Boom, boom, boom. I started saying that I was going to go all gas with a little bit of breaks just because I knew that, you know, at some point you're going to have to pause. At some point you might have to hit the brakes just a little bit to make sure that you don't crash. That's just my personal ideology on it. So um, that became more true and more evident now than what it was when I said it in the beginning, because everybody had their plans at the beginning of the year. Remember my plan was to go on vacation and come back and hit the gas hard and be running. And I thought by this time of the year, I was going to start seeing some shifting in some areas and some changes that, um, didn't happen the way I thought it was because the world stopped literally. So I realized that, you know, a little break is necessary because we all need to pause and balance is key. Because even though a lot of us don't like the fact that we have to stay home right now, um, it is kind of working out to some of our benefits. I know some people who are getting more rest. I know um, some people who are improving and working on things they haven't had a chance to work on. And I'm kind of getting ahead of myself right now. So I'm going to stay on topic and move on to the next thing. So my next point is I'm learning the fine art of going with the flow and just being, you know, just be, there's nothing wrong with just being and, you know, going with the flow and when I got the revelation to, you know, Santrisa, you need to just go with the flow back in late February, early March, I didn't fully grasp what the concept was, but um, leaning in 
to my next point about mastering energy, I realized that going with the flow is not only, you know, just letting things go and not trying to hold on to everything so tightly, but you know, it's, it's a state of calmness. It's a state of being even killed. It's a state of shoot is is a state of awareness to me because if you if you're learning to go with the flow and you're not getting so worked up and trying to hold on to everything and running at a thousand miles per hour then you can see things more clearly because you're even killed see what i'm saying so it's a balance there that you know I'm learning. And with this quarantine, again, you know, we all had plans. The first couple of days I came home, I game plan, I brainstormed, I wrote a bunch of ideas down, put them on the wall, was ready to go. And the reality of what was happening brought me to a stop. And I really had to pause and feel my feelings behind Centuries, you're not allowed to leave your home unless it's absolutely necessary. You can't go to work. You're a hairstylist. You you touch people. You're too close. You could you could contract the disease, the virus, or you could give it to somebody. You can't go to work. What am I supposed to do with that? So I had to actually stop and process that. Which again, I think I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'll come back to it if I need to. Um, and I had to just be in the moment and learn to go with the flow and let it go. Because there wasn't anything that any of us can do about it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could try. Might not work out to your favor, but hell, you could try. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, you could, you, I mean, if you, you want to try to take, play Russian roulette with your life and go out there and do what you want to do, go ahead. I mean, me, I'm, I'm not about to do that, but you know, my next point was learning more and embracing and mastering energy. There's more peace in that. There is, you know, most people, when we talk about energy, even though there's more peace in it, we kind of just think, oh, I'm going pro to protect my energy. I'm going to protect my peace. You negative, you toxic, get away from me. No, there's more to that. It's, it's, it's actually, energy is kind of like a currency. You know how there's like financial currency? Energy transfers, and it's a, it's a currency. You really have to think about that. Um, there's also different types of energy. I just mentioned one of them. So right now I'm focusing on my feminine energy. You know, there's masculine energy, there's feminine energy. Everybody has both. Some of us operate in one more than the other. You know what I'm saying? So for me right now, working on my feminine energy, been doing a lot of research on that. Um, it's interesting that I'm learning more and more and more about it and, and you know, comparing it with, you know, my my devotion and Bible time, how I'm seeing examples of the energy in the Bible is really cool. Um, but this energy requires flow. And that's what brought going with the flow back full circle for me because it requires flow. Being, embracing your feminine energy is just, is, you know, just be. You just flow, you're calm. We're, you're, you're, you're open to receive. You know, um, 
I don't really know how much more I can go into that without, you know, it being like a full blown, overly drawn out thing. So I think this is definitely going to be an episode of its own talking about feminine energy. It might be more than one episode. I mean, I'm just saying it's a lot. So, you know, just, just flow, you know, it's okay to be, it's okay to be you. It's okay to be soft. It's okay to, you know, embrace all the great things that make you who you are. Um, all the quirky things that may make you who you are, because I can be a little quirky and eccentric, but you know, to each their own. Again, there's a balance to that, you know, it's, it's about, you know, how you present and carry yourself. Um, and the more you embrace that and the more you're comfortable in your own skin and the more you learn about this energy, it just kind of oozes off of you, you know, it's, it's, it's really a great thing. Um, and I encourage all of you to do some research on it. So again, balance. If you notice a lot of stuff I've talked about so far requires balance. You don't want to be out of balance. You can't be um, all work and no play. You can't be all play and no work. You can't be, you know, 100% all feminine without having a little bit of that dog in you and a little bit of that masculine energy, you know, to be that alpha woman when you need to be that alpha woman. You know what I'm saying? You just got to know how to turn it on and off. There's a time and place for everything. But again, I digress. So my next point, again, still with self-care, you have to know that it is okay to pause, to reflect and to rest, which is what I had to do. Because it took me a couple of weeks to get over the shock, to process, and to get my energy to a place where I was like, okay, I'm ready to, to you know, take care of some things. I had did some necessary self-care that I had to do at home first. But once that was done, then I was like, okay, let me, let me get moving. So it's okay to pause. It's okay to reflect. It's okay to rest because those things are all necessary for you to function in life and to have a long life. You need adequate rest. Okay. And then you plan for your next phase because going into point five I think majority of us all know by now we all need multiple sources of income that's just straight facts you cannot be one dimensional any longer I'm a hairstylist what are we supposed to do to, to bring in income when we're not allowed to go to work? What if that's the only thing that you have? What else are you going to do? The average millionaire, and I know people say this all the time, the average millionaire has about seven different streams of income. Therefore, you need to have more than one source of income, period. Period, poo. Period. So, we not millionaires yet, the majority of us, but you can't be one-dimensional. 
in this at all. You're going to have to have some other ways to generate income that um, do not require you to be stationary. Because God forbid, if something like this happens again, what you going to do? Mm? Mm? What you going to do? I mean, really, really sit back and think about this. And, and when you do have those other sources of income, I mean, think about it like, you know, I used to be a door dasher. So if I'm a hairstylist and they close down the salons due to the coronavirus, then I could easily go dash and deliver food, but I'm still coming in contact with people who could be carriers of the virus. Therefore, I need another revenue and stream of income to protect my health and my safety so I can be around for my family and my friends. You know what I'm saying? Nobody trying to leave here before their time. That's a whole different conversation in itself. So, multiple streams of income. A lot of us know, carry a lot of knowledge. Package that and sell it online. That's, I'm gonna go into a whole different rant with that, but you know, there's other things that you can do. You, 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 you just have to really sit down and think about your gifts and what you're good at and how you can monotonize it. And that's all I have to say on point number five. But piggybacking off of that, you need to make sure that your storehouse is full. Are you a person who burns through money as soon as you get it? Are you living from paycheck to paycheck? How's your credit? Do you have an emergency savings? Have you thought about an emergency savings? Have you thought about life insurance? Have you thought about your retirement? These are things that we have to think about. And if you hadn't thought about it before, or if you thought about it and you hadn't really put your foot down to start making the, making moves to make it happen, or if you were somebody like myself who, who you know, you, you in the beginning stages are, you know, making good moves to have those things set in place. And then something like this happened and you're just kind of like, what the hell? What do you do? How much of an emergency fund do you need? You know, Dave Ramsey says you start out with $1,000. So for those people who only had $1,000 saved and you've been home for a month, that $1,000 is gone. Hello, somebody. So make sure your storehouses are full. Make sure that you have your basic needs met. Make sure that you have plenty of food. Make sure that you stocked up on canned goods and, and you know, toilet paper because we know they was burning. Man, people was, was taking toilet paper and hand sanitizer like crazy at the beginning of this thing. Make sure you got your basic needs. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother, God arrest her soul, all my grandmamas really. But this one in particular, me and my little brother used to be so mad when we had to go to the grocery store with her. She would go once a month and this chick would be in the store for like three hours. Who goes to the grocery store for three hours? She does. She is going through every aisle with a fine tooth comb and getting everything she needs. And she's leaving with like two, three buggies full of stuff. 
But this grandmama fed the neighborhood. She babysat kids. She kept me and my brother fed. We ain't want for nothing over there. She had a refrigerator full of food. She had cabinets that was full. She had a stand up, stand up freezer that looked like a refrigerator. I'm, I'm country, y'all gonna have to work with me in my accent. Um, and then she had a chest freezer that was full and she never ran out. And one of the first things I said when this started, I said, oh my God, I know better. I saw better. I can never do this again because I had gotten to the point where I would just go get stuff as needed. I have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, and I wouldn't worry about it. Now, baby, when we come through the other side of this here, you won't catch sentries in the street like that no more. Period. I think I said period a couple times here, but you get the point. You, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, those, those are things, seriously though, those are things that you have to think about. And if you do have an emergency savings and you do have food and supplies stored up, how much do you have and how long is it gonna last you? So I don't think, you know, this is a situation where you can be like, oh, I got I got a thousand dollars saved. I got two thousand dollars saved. I'm good. I don't need to save nothing else. No, baby, you need to keep going. <laughs> I think we all know that now. You need to keep going. Because that's that's just not gonna be enough to carry you over. God forbid. And it doesn't have to be a pandemic. God forbid you get in a car accident or something happens that takes you out and you can't work. Like I work with my hands. God forbid something works with my hand. Something happens to my hands or, you know, I've, I've been in a couple of car accidents and I went back to work earlier than what I should, even though I was in pain and, and going to the chiropractor because I needed to work. Again, have more than one source of income. Period. And I just said period again. Y'all just gonna have to deal with me in the periods. So my next point, which is point seven, which again, I kind of strategically laid these out so they all kind of piggyback off of each other. You need a plan. What's your plan? I think this is teaching a lot of us that we can't keep flying by the seat of our pants forever. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't have a plan for emergencies or for life situations, you need to get one. Like with me, when the shutdown happened, and like I said, I automatically went into shifting mode. I thought about what I was gonna have to tell my clients, uh, what kind of options I was gonna be able to give them. In the meantime, because a lot of us, and I'm just speaking from a hairstylist perspective, a lot of us have clients who come in consistently on the regular. They come every week, every two weeks, every three weeks. They don't have any supplies at home to take care of their hair. Some of them don't even really listen when we try to give them tips about how to take care of their hair at home just because they know they come into the salon. Why do I need shampoo? You gonna shampoo my hair. You know what I'm saying? So what's your plan to help them in the meantime? What's your plan to help yourself in the downtime? 
you just need a plan, period. You need a financial plan. You need a plan for your clients. You need a plan for your business. Because a lot of us are small business owners and how, how are we supposed to sustain ourselves during this time? You see what I'm saying? You got to really think about these things. And, you know, it's not to say that it all has to be set in stone because remember, go with the flow. You need to be able to shift and you need to be able to pivot as needed. And this is a time where we're all shifting. And this is a time where we all had to stop and pivot real quick. So I started offering virtual consultations. Um, I'm also shipping off retail products for clients as they need it. Um, I'm also available for questions and advice if they want to talk to me about their hair or if they just want to talk in general, they can, they know this. So that was part of my initial planning for that. Um, and the funny part is one of my sisters, when, when the order first came down in North Carolina, she was like, so what's the move? I know you got a plan. You're a planner. And I was like, uh, I don't have a plan. But the only thing I can say of a plan is to work on some of the things that I've had on the back burner that I should have been working on for like ever. And she was like, oh, okay. Which brings me to point number eight. Rona and the stay home order has pushed me to launch things that I have been sitting on forever, like this podcast. Hello. If you have been following me for a while, especially on my Instagram, you know I did a launch of a podcast in September 2019. I was calling it the M by Metamorphosis, hosted by Santresa back then. Um, I did one episode with my AirPods from, you know, that are the AirPods that are connected to your phone. And that was it. I didn't really have a plan. I was just kind of winging it. And um, I have so many balls in the air with so many different things that I'm doing that I just didn't go back to it. And I was, the crazy part is, even though I talked about fear in that episode I was actually really nervous like as nervous as hell nervous I, about doing another podcast and I just wanted it to be per perfect and I, I tend to use perfectionism as a way to kind of stall out on stuff and you know worrying about stupid stuff that you shouldn't really be worried about instead of just, you know, jumping out there, doing it, being your authentic self, just going with it. And, you know, knowing that the right people who are meant for you and who are meant to hear your voice and who need this will gravitate towards what you have to say, your content, your product, your service, what have you. So if it was not for the stay home order and Rona, we probably wouldn't be having this podcast right now. We probably wouldn't. Um, I've been pushing my oils more, which, you know, check out my website for that, met-salon.com. I'll swing back to that on the end. Um, but it's just pushing us, you know, to get innovative. And I know I'm not the only one who's being pushed into doing other, other creative things that you've been sitting on for a long time. 
because a lot of us are, are naturally creative and a lot of us have different gifts and different things that we can use and, and different business opportunities we we've could have taken and routes we we've could have gone on and we just did it for whatever reason. And for me personally, like I said, it it made me pause and be like, okay, Centri, so you 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 baby girl, you talk a lot. And listening to my audience via social media, whether it's friends, relatives, classmates, clients, random people that talk to me on social media who have become friends, they're telling me, you know, on different occasions, hey, I really like what you're saying. Keep up the good work. I would love to hear more from you. Um, I like the live video. Keep going. And I really am not like you know, me a live video, good Lord, that's a different conversation. Mm. But, you know, basically the, the overall uh, theme was, hey, we want to hear more from you. Keep going. And like I said, you know, in my introductory that I posted on Instagram and Facebook, you know, I've, I have a cousin who've been trying to get me to go on YouTube consistently since 2011 when I opened Metamorphosis and I've had some other people tell me, you know, Hey, you really need to be on YouTube. Um, you, you have a nice speaking voice. You should do this. You should do that. So one brick at a time, we are getting there. And this is part of, you know, the push. So I hope that you guys are taking the opportunity and the time to do the same thing. Not necessarily saying that you have to start a podcast or get on YouTube, but it's pushing you to do something. It's pushing you to eat better. It's pushing you to clean out your closet. It's pushing you in the direction of actually having adequate rest. For those of you who don't rest, it's pushing you to spend more time with God. It's pushing you to spend more time with your friends and family. If they're not in the house with you via social media, via Zoom call, FaceTime call, regular call, text, whatever it is you have to do. But it's pushing you to fulfill things that you, you've left stagnant and you just left them hanging for God knows how long. So you're watering, you're watering those areas that needed it the most. They were dry, it was thirsty. And that's a good thing, right? I think so. Point nine is um, the quarantine time has shown me who and what's important. I think it's doing that for a lot of people, you know, it's kind of showing you, you know, who's, who's important to you in your life and your purpose and you know what is important to your life and your purpose. And right now, like, you know, it's important that you have food. It's important that you have toilet paper and hand sanitizer and Clorox. It's important that you have a roof over your head. It's important that you have heat and electricity. It's not important to have 
a $300 subscription for clothes to be mailed to you every month. Where you going? At least not right now. Where you going? It's not, that's not a priority at the moment. See what I'm saying? Um, basic needs are important. Me getting season tickets to the Hornets is not important at the moment. It is teaching us what's important and who's important. Because a lot of us been running around dealing with things and connections and careers that are causing us more stress than peace. And if you can shift from it, why not? This is the time to show you what's important. You're not a tree. You can move. Think about it. You don't have to keep giving yourself self-inflicting pain. I mean, one of the things that I, I realized, you know, is with my, my inner, inner, inner circle, I talk a lot. Sometimes I got to give y'all a break. So I, I'm learning to give people a break. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, you know. I'm learning, you know, that, that my time with God is very important and that comes first and foremost above everything. And it's not something that I didn't already know. I knew it. It's just become more prevalent now. So that's, that's one of my examples. Um, yeah, I'm going I'm to leave it at that. My last point is my relationship with God is shifting in amazing ways that I'm not going to get into too much detail about. But during this time, this quarantine time, I'm seeing God's hand in ways that I didn't even imagine when this whole thing started. It is amazing to me. It is humbling to me. I am just in awe as he is filling me up and uh, fortifying me every day and showing me who I am as a woman and as a woman of God and showing me more and more my purpose and my call. And he's giving me manna every day, fresh manna daily. And those are the things that happen when you align your energy and you align yourself with God and his purpose. And when you fortify yourself, there's, there's no outside force that should be able to touch your relationship with God, period. As I said, period again, whatever. But you get my point. No outside force should be able to mess with that. Um, so those are my 10 points on what I have learned during my quarantine time due to the Rona. I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to, to hit me up. We can talk about it. Make sure that if you like this podcast to subscribe because I'll be back again with a new topic 
in a new episode. Until next time, guys. Love, peace, and happiness always. This is Centresa for Everything Metamorphosis. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Everything Metamorphosis, hosted by me, Santresa. If you would like to find out more about me, please, please, please be sure to connect with me online at Instagram. My Instagram handle is at I am Santresa. My name is S-A-N-T-R-E-S-A. You can also check out my website, Santresa.com. Again, S-A-N-T-R-E-S-A.com. And if you would like to find out more about the salon and what I offer at Metamorphosis Salon, and about the Metamorphosis brands, then you can find out more there at met-salon.com. That is M-E-T-salon.com. Thank you so much for listening in again. I appreciate it. Remember, at Metamorphosis, it is more than hair. It is a lifestyle. And I hope, it really is my hope, that as you are listening to everything Metamorphosis, that you understand that that statement is very, very, very true. Until next time.